Is love a feeling or an action? I would argue that it's both. So if you're interested in loving your spouse or your significant other better, stick around. I'm Alicia Caldwell, the mental fitness coach and the host of the Me, Myself, and Her podcast, where issues that challenge the mental fitness of women leaders take the spotlight. Since Valentine's Day is this weekend, I thought this would be a good time for us to do a state of the union kind of conversation where we can just take a step back and think about how we have been loving our spouse in action, whether or not we need to tweak a few things and maybe be a little bit better. What I found as a woman leader, as an ambitious woman, that sometimes I am lacking in the time and energy that I need to dedicate to my husband. And that is not his fault. And it's not even always my fault. It's just kind of the rhythm of the season that we're in. But that's no excuse for me not to try to be better. Even when we don't have a lot of time, we can still make sure the time that we have is good quality time. It's not always about the quantity, and I'm sure you already know that. But today I'm gonna give you a little bit of cheat sheet of some things that you can pay attention to when you are interacting with your spouse. And I'm gonna use the word ACTION as an acronym. And this is gonna make it really easy for you just to do that check-in with yourself as we're moving into the Valentine's Day weekend. I don't want you to put a lot of pressure on yourself or your husband or the, the whole ambiance of whatever it is you are planning to do together. I want this to be a guiding force for you, not only on February 14th, but every day throughout the year. So I wanna start with the letter A, affirm your spouse. Use words of affirmation so that your spouse understands that you value him. And it can be something as simple as saying, you know, honey, I noticed that you cooked dinner for me tonight. Thank you for doing that. As a matter of fact, my husband cooked dinner for me the other night, some spaghetti, and it was amazing. And I thanked him I don't know how many times because I truly appreciate not having to cook. The thank yous and the I love you because fill in the blank with whatever it is you want your husband to know about the things that he has done for you. Letting him know that you appreciate the type of parent he is if you have children. I thank my husband when he drives instead of having me drive during rush hour traffic. Speaking words of affirmation to your spouse when you've noticed that he has done something that you appreciate, it can go a long way toward filling his love tank. If you've heard, if you've read the, the five love languages, you know that words of affirmation, it's one of the love languages. And if that is the language that your spouse speaks, then that first step of affirming your spouse is going to go a long way. The C in action stands for communicate effectively. I can't tell you how important it is for us to articulate and express and be good listeners and pay attention to our body language, how important that is during the interactions that we have with our spouse. Now, depending on your lifestyle, you may not always be in person when you're communicating. You may communicate via a text message or an email, but guess what? The words that you write down and the things that you're saying to your spouse, even in the written word, can make a difference. 
So making sure that there's that two-way interaction that you as the speaker and your spouse as the receiver, that the communication loop, that it's continuous so there's no room or at least minimal room for misunderstandings to go on for too long. I don't know about you, but I've had situations where miscommunication has taken place and because the communication breakdown is real, it took us a while to come back around and fix the mix-up. Effective communication is key to any relationship, but especially in your marriage. The T in action stands for time. Spending time in relationship with your spouse is necessary for it to build and grow stronger and for you to maintain whatever it is that you want to have for your healthy relationship. Now, I get it. There are seasons of life where the time factor is really strained because of the busyness of life. But whatever time you are spending together, like I talked about before, it's not always the quantity, it's the quality. What are you doing with the time that you have? And I guarantee if we do like a budget of our time, I bet we have more time for our marriages than we think. Think about what we do each and every day that wastes our time, how much we're on social media. Could we actually be using some of that time to just hang out, to communicate with our spouse, or just kind of sit and be in each other's presence? It's something that we all have to take stock of and determine whether or not we need to tweak something. The I in action stands for intimacy. And I know what you're thinking, the physical, but that's not all I'm going to talk about here. Intimacy is layered. It could be physical, emotional, spiritual, or mental. So you get to decide in your relationship how often you tap into the different layers. Physical intimacy, it tends to be the the direction that many of us go toward when we're thinking about intimacy, not always, but for the most part, we can all imagine what physical intimacy looks like. It's the hugging, the kissing, giving a foot rub, sexual touch, uh, you know, having just that snuggle time together, or even just holding hands. That is the physical intimacy. And then of course, we have the emotional intimacy, which is the affirming that I talked about about earlier, uh, you know, showing that you care about your spouse by sitting and listening to, uh, you know, him have a conversation about whatever is going on in his life and whatever happened in his day. It's really showing interest in each other's feelings and expressing those feelings to each other back and forth. And we have spiritual intimacy. A lot of us don't think of that. It's really having a respect for each other's spirituality and, uh, you know, belief systems and values and having, you know, a goal-oriented pursuit together as far as life purpose and things of that nature. And then there's the mental intimacy, having deep conversations. I don't know if you ever have those with your husband, but sometimes we go deep and we talk about life. We talk about what's going on in the world, what's going on in our community and what we think about it and what we want to do about it. So intimacy, it is a layered approach that you can take to just go deeper in relationship with your spouse. That's a mouthful, but I hope that made sense. The O in action stands for own your mistakes. How many times have you known that you didn't do the right thing in your relationship, but because of pride, you did not make a U-turn and go back and speak to your spouse, apologize, or ask for forgiveness? 
in order to sustain our marriages and have longevity, we do have to own what we are doing, good and bad. That does mean that when we know that we did something wrong, it doesn't mean that we have to feel guilty for weeks or months afterwards. It just means that we acknowledge that I did not do the right thing in this situation. I'm going to go to my spouse and admit to it and attempt to make amends, to attempt to make repairs. Owning your mistakes and being quick to make a U-turn and on your spouse's side, uh, hopefully being quick to forgive is the sign of maturity and wisdom. The N stands for nurture yourself. I cannot stress this enough. Nurturing yourself nurtures your relationship. And basically what I'm talking about is self-care. How are you taking care of you? If you are neglecting yourself, you're neglecting your relationship because this is what happens. When we are not well physically, mentally, emotionally, we don't show up as fully or as readily in our relationships because we're running on empty. As women, we have to make sure that we fill our cups and that we have an overflow to shower our husbands with. We need to live in that overflow so that our husbands can sense and feel that the relationship, that it has movement and energy towards positivity, preservation, and growth. So making sure that you are taking good care of you by getting enough rest, by taking time to do things that you enjoy, whether that is a hobby or reading a book or just sitting and having a meal that you enjoy. Self-care is also about taking care of your mind by expressing your thoughts and your feelings or going to speak to a therapist, a coach, or a pastor if you're under uh, an increased amount of stress. Taking good care of you doesn't have to be complicated, but it enhances your relationship. I'm going to give you a quick recap of the action acronym and what each means and can mean for your relationship. The A is for affirm your spouse. The C is for communicate effectively. The T is for time because it's necessary to start, build, and maintain a healthy relationship. The I is for intimacy, and that includes the emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual. The O is for own your mistakes and be quick to make a U-turn. And the N is for nurture yourself through self-care because without it, without you being well, strong, confident, rested, whatever you want to call it, your relationship cannot be at its best. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you found value in the conversation. Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. To read the blog version of this conversation, go to my website at livelikeher.com and check it out. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at livelikeher2 and on Facebook at livelikeher. Join me again next week for another conversation about who we are, who we want to be, and how to become her.